Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In my newest podcast episode, I'll explore if a recent piece of news involving the supplement brands that Clorox owns is pure rumor or has a high probability of happening. But before we get started, I would love if you took 49 seconds out of your day to leave a rating or review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. It's spring cleaning time at the Clorox company. And unfortunately, throwing away about a billion dollars worth of supplement brand acquisitions might make sense. I'll dive deeper into some headline news around that introductory statement a bit later, but let's start with some background. My guess is a lot of you didn't even know that the Clorox company owned a collection of supplement brands, let alone ones that in aggregate cost the CPG company just under a billion dollars to acquire. Firstly, how about I address maybe some WTF thoughts bouncing around in your head around why a CPG portfolio that was built around an iconic bleach cleaning product would be interested in supplement brands. Well, the Clorox company believes it has been a health and wellness company for over a hundred years. Yep, that Clorox bleach with disinfecting properties, it's a health and wellness product. Its previous acquisitions of Brita water filters and Burt's Bees, health and wellness. So in May of 2016, when the Clorox company announced it acquired the digestive health supplement brand Renew Life for $290 million, it was a bolt-on mergers and acquisitions decision. In Clorox defense, the M&A thesis wasn't wrong, just maybe for them. They wanted leading brands that were positioned into fast-growing categories with attractive margins. Renew Life was the number one brand of probiotics in the natural channel with a steadily growing share in the food, drug, and mass channel. Probiotics in the digestive health category overall were red hot back in 2016, and Caps Powders Pills supplement formats obviously have attractive margins. Check, check, check. So let's go bigger on the next supplement industry acquisition, right? In March of 2018, Clorox acquired Nutrinex for $700 million. That portfolio name probably doesn't ring a bell to many, but it included the multivitamin brand Rainbow Light, which was the number two vitamin brand in the natural channel. Also Natural Vitality, the leading anti-stress and sleep brand in the natural channel. And then also NeoCell, an early collagen supplement brand that marketed products in the growing Nutri-Cosmetics space. Finally, Nutrinex also had a small vitamin and mineral supplement brand called Stop Aging Now, and they also owned the legacy sports nutrition brand, Champion Performance. Beyond the margin accretive potential from cost synergies with its previous acquisition of Renew Life, the Clorox company was staring at a bigger challenge, one that Nutrinex could help solve. Nutrinex's portfolio of consumer brands had strong digital sales, including through the brand's direct-to-consumer websites. So the Clorox company was also getting a savvy team of proven digital brand builders and marketing professionals that had experience executing on a consolidated digital platform to reduce customer acquisition costs. To put it plain and simple, Nutrinex might have been strategically aligned with 
the Clorox company's health and wellness identity, but its intent in 2018 was focused on making a $700 million aqua hire bet on the future of retail. Okay, that all sounds great, right? But most importantly, did that very expensive strategy work out like the Clorox company had hoped? Well, that's a bit complicated. First and foremost, Clorox has fumbled those supplement industry acquisitions. When Clorox acquired Renew Life, its revenue was reported to be $115 million. When Clorox acquired Nutrinex, its revenue was reported to be $200 million. If you're doing math in your head, that's $315 million in revenue before Clorox. Want to know the combined revenue of those supplement brands in 2022 with the help of the multi-billion dollar CPG conglomerate? Approximately $284 million. To make things worse, the Clorox company also launched a direct-to-consumer-only supplement brand, Objective Wellness, in October of 2019. This was a big deal because Clorox hadn't launched a brand in a very long time. What happened to it? It quickly went through a rebrand, I think a year later, and now has been shuttered completely. Enough with the bad talk, though. What about digital sales of the entire portfolio? The Clorox company went from less than one-tenth of total sales coming from the digital channel in 2019 to now around 13 or 14% of its total sales. Now, accounting for the additional top-line revenue growth that Clorox had, that effectively doubled the total digital channel revenue for the CPG conglomerate to about $1 billion. Furthermore, the Clorox direct-to-consumer team recently relaunched betteryourhealth.com, a unified shopping experience for vitamins, minerals, and supplements brands, along with Brita.com and Burt'sBees.com that sport new features and capabilities. Was that the Nutrinex e-commerce DNA permeating through the Clorox company? Maybe. Was all this digital transformation activity and revenue creation just the nature of the last several years? Probably. But let's get to that headline news or maybe the denial of that headline news that are referenced in that introductory statement. According to a group familiar with the situation, Clorox has been seeking to divest its supplements business after its efforts to scale it have led to major losses and it was forced to take a recent $267 million write down. Clorox has reportedly been working with the investment bank Goldman Sachs for several months to find a buyer, but has so far failed to attract any offer that it's deemed attractive. That being said, Clorox said all of this is pure rumor and speculation, but that's what you'd expect a company to say, especially one that opened a brand new innovation hub and offices for its supplement brands and relocated, I think, 100 or 200 employees less than a year ago. So beyond cutting your losses, why would Clorox want to divest its supplement brands? I think most of this stems from the CEO change that happened in September of 2020. Firstly, Timing plays a role here because obviously Linda Rendell got thrown into a whirlwind of heightened demand for its namesake Clorox products and then a cycle of supply chain chaos across its entire portfolio. She inherited the Clorox company portfolio from the previous CEO that had held the role for six years and made both of these supplement acquisitions. While Clorox isn't a fast and loose mergers and acquisitions machine like many of its CPG counterparts, Linda Rendell hasn't made any moves in her two and a half years. It's also important to note that previous 
to her current role as CEO, she held numerous leadership roles at Clorox involving strategy and operations, including oversight of its cleaning division. Why do I mention that? Focus on your core, especially when you're grappling with a slowdown in demand for those cleaning products and disinfectants after the pandemic subsided. So what Clorox calls pure rumor and speculation is what I call high probability. It's time for them to unwind this ingestible health and wellness nonsense and embrace that they are a cleaning and disinfecting solutions business. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly. 